Hey, my name is Russ, and you're listening to the Russ Rants Podcast. It's a show about a lot of nothing, and yet a whole lot of something at the same time. It could be about what generally infuriates me, current events, or just whatever comes to the top of my head. Either way, I am excited that you're here with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get on to the rant. Have you guys ever had a holiday or vacation hangover? Now, I, and I'm not, I'm not talking the alcohol variety that we so, so knowingly love and is so popular in all movies and in all culture. No, 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 no alcohol involved. I'm, I'm just talking about, I'm talking about maybe a, a physical or an emotional hangover. Um, uh, last week, you guys heard from the incredible. Patrick Thompson with uh, Courageous uh, Relationships. So exciting that he was willing to share his family story about Liam. If you have not yet listened to that episode, I encourage you to listen to it. It is shocking. Uh, personally, uh, I've known Patrick uh, for a few years now, for sure. And you know, you think you know a guy. You think you know a guy's story. You think you know you know a guy's family story. And it didn't. It, it, there, there were several times it caught me off guard, and all I could do was just sit back and let him share his story. And it's just incredible what he's launched with him and his wife. Um, again, if you want to look into it, it's CourageousRelationships.com. Super-duper cool. So, again, a little plug for that one, but listen to it. But, no, I'm, I'm talking about vacation and holiday hangover because it's it's been about a week now. I spent about 10 days total in Montana. I love Montana. We've been going to a very special place uh, called Echo Lake. Uh, my extended family gets a, we have a family friend of ours who has a cabin out there, and we were able to you know rent the cabin from them for a few days, and then I go to a Hungry Horse location for the rest of it for a family camp. It's awesome. It's an awesome time. Love Montana. Love, love the vacation. It's been a crazy year, you guys, and I, I think the reason why I experience myself, I, the reason why I bring up that that question is because I experienced such post-vacation holiday hangovers like no other. And I, I don't know if some people really are really good at just transitioning back into the normal life. Some people I know cannot wait to get started. Like, I, I you know, for, for example, my mom, sometimes she gets antsy. So she comes on these vacations with us, uh, and, and same with my dad, and, and they'll, they'll come on these vacations with us, they relax, they do their best to relax, but then eventually, it's like a timer goes off in their head, and you're like, you know what, I rested enough, I'm happy, That's, I got what I needed, a little R&R, I'm ready to get back to it, and I, I am too wound tight too often. Um, you can hear it sometimes in the way I talk, sometimes in the way I convey, convey ideas, there's a lot going on upstairs, and you know, I'm going to give you guys a disclaimer. I do not have a particular theme or topic in mind. Truth is, actually, I was going to let this week float by. Uh, kind of was was hesitating on talking to you guys. Now, it's not because I don't like you guys. And it's not because I don't enjoy the podcast. There are just moments, I think I've shared this before, where I feel dry. I feel empty. I don't feel inspired. I feel like I don't have anything good to say or don't have anything of value to add. And that's never something I want to force on you guys. Because this is all... A willingness relationship. This is all a two-way street where you guys are willing to listen and hear and convey your thoughts. You guys have been super responsive on Instagram, by the way. This kind of pertains to last week. Uh, I think it was like August August fifth. Um, it was the the Monday of the long weekend here in Canada, and um, I just talked about how I had to go on a run. My mind was burning. I I, I just gotten back from our vacation 
on the Saturday afternoon. We had kind of the long weekend to ease back into normal life, which with three kids is is not really easing. You kind of still just dive headfirst into life back home. And I just, I could not stop my brain. I could not. I could not stop it from trying to think of of every tangible equation, every to-do list I had, what my life was becoming. Like I tend to, uh, my mom has identified this in me. Uh, hi, mom. I love you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very philosophical, especially of my brothers. We have doers in our family. We have analytical thinkers. Uh, we have strategists. We have, you know, romantics. I'm, I'm very philosophical. I'm the philosopher. And I just always, I'm, I'm always asking the question, why and what is for and where are we going? And it, it's just, it goes on and on in my head. So when I go on vacation, sorry, we're going to keep backtracking back here and back and forth here, but just bear with me. Hold on tight, okay? It's going to be a true Russ Rants day. Finally, I'm going to live up to the title of my podcast and actually rant about something. Who knows? We don't know. Um, but when I go on vacation, because I'm wound so tight, I am go, go, going at 110%. Because I, I personally feel a conviction that if you're going to give yourself to something, whether it be your job or a passion or whatever, you've got to give your all to it. Now, it doesn't mean unhealthy boundaries. I'm not saying sacrifice your friendships, sacrifice your relationships. I'm just saying that you give it the good old college try. Don't just like kick it and be like, ah, I didn't do what I thought it would do and I'm not satisfied and walk away. Give it a time frame. Give it a length of time um, to, to, to try to pour yourself into and see if you get something out of it of value. You got to give yourself. You got to give her. You get her done. Give her. And that's what I've been doing. I, I've been I've been given it for years. And though careers have changed, jobs, uh, passions, directions have changed, our, our, our family continues to grow and change. Um, I, that's something I've always stayed the same as I'm a very intense philosopher. Uh, I, I chase everything that I, I feel like I should be chasing with purpose. So when I get into a vacation, it takes me a few days to wind down. I don't know if you guys are like me or if you guys are like, dude, as soon as I like clock out the day of my vacation, I am, I am tuned out. I am not that. It takes me days after I'm on quote-unquote vacation. Once I clock out and I, I now can drive the family to Montana, for example, my mind is still racing. It takes several days for my mind to stop racing. And I can't control that. I, 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 I do try some practices, uh, meditation, calm thinking, breathing. They, they, do, they do help. Okay, and I'm going to get to that in a second because I want to touch on that. But, um, you know, after a few days, my wife is satisfied. She can look over at me in Montana, Montana and be like, yeah, there you go. You're, you're relaxing now. Russ has unplugged. Russ has disconnected. And so last week on Instagram, you guys were so helpful. I just finally said, you know what would be good? I am not perfect, and I do not think any of you guys think that, but I just have to air that out because sometimes when you choose to listen to someone, when you choose to support someone, sometimes, I don't even think it's a pedestal, I think you just, you forget that they are human too and they go through things with you. And that's why I think it's so awesome, the guests that I've had on the show, where life is real, life is raw. There is pain, there is beauty, there is heartbreak, and then there's heart warmth. It's just, it's just the, the common story. It's an incredible story of life. And so that's why I love my Russ Rants podcast, but I am human. I am a 27-year-old husband and father. Uh, I have three children working a full-time job and trying to make sense of this life that we are all living in, Okay. 
And I, I broke a bit. I On Instagram, I just said, look, guys, I went for a run because I'm feeling it. How do you guys handle – it was the, the next day, the, the Tuesday, was going to be my first day back at work. And there was going to be hundreds of emails and just a really big to-do list. I knew it. And so I asked you guys for help. I said, what's your advice? How do you deal with the anxiety? How do you deal with the worry of getting back to, quote-unquote, normal life after you've unplugged for an extended period of time? I actually, to be honest with you, to just quickly pause there, I actually dread going on vacation sometimes, not because I'm afraid I'm not going to enjoy the vacation itself. I will always enjoy the vacation itself. I am an extrovert. I love people. I love experiences. I love adventures. I will always enjoy the vacation. I know I will relax eventually. I know I will rest eventually. What I dread, what I fear is the, just the influx of thoughts and weight and pressure that eventually sets back in as I approach coming back to normal life, coming back home. Whether it's about my career, whether it's about my passions and pursuits, whether it's just being a good husband or being a good father, they just all start to press back in. Because if you think about it, think of it like a clenched fist. Heck, if you're not driving, be safe, okay? First off, if you listen to the Russ Rants podcast while you're driving, good on you. I love radio. You know that from my very first episode. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. But it talks about my love of radio. So if you are listening to this in your car, I'm extremely pleased because I'm doing what I have always dreamed of being uh, of, of doing, which is kind of being like a DJ. Okay, so I love that. But if you can safely, just just take a just take your left or right hand, okay, and clench it like a fist. Just clench. Just make a fist. Just hold it. Now I want you to squeeze really tight. For maybe five, ten seconds, just really give her. Don't hurt yourselves, okay? I don't want any, you know, any injuries on account of restaurants. But I just want you to clench, okay? Now I want you to let go. How does your hand feel? It feels maybe a little bit rigid. Your joints, maybe you can notice them for the first time. They're feeling really stiff because they. What did they do? They just intensified, and they really clenched that muscle for a little bit. And then as you let go, you're like, oh, ow! It's like weird. Your hand doesn't go right back to relaxing, does it? And what I found is that I stretch like that when I'm on vacation. My, my fist becomes unclenched, and the joints are a little bit sore, but eventually my hand starts to open. This is an analogy. Okay, bear with me. I'm on the fly here. But then as I start to get closer and closer to returning, I feel my body, my mind start to tense up again and start making that fist because that's what it is. It's intensity for me. It's going back to the normal grind. You can't be in vacation mode and go back to work because guess what's going to happen? You're going to die. You're either going to hate your job or you're going to be overwhelmed because you're not prepared to attack the tasks of the day. Maybe you're going to go to bed too late. Maybe you're just not going to wake up very effectively. There's a lot of stuff at stake. Okay, And so with these vacations, with these things in my mind, I reached out to you guys and I said, help me out here. So what did you guys say? Some of you guys said some fantastic things. You said, you know, one guy, good friend of mine, he just said, Russ, straight up, like, how do you eat an elephant? Of course, the answer to that is one bite at a time. So don't think of all the things you have to do. Just think of one practical thing that's important that you need to tackle and start from there. I thought that was important. I was like, thanks, dude. Like, seriously, I, that means a lot to me. Um, another person just wanted to let me know. She, you know, she just said, we're, we're still trying to figure this out. We're still all trying to figure out how to come back to regular life after a vacation. You are not the only one. Um, 
my good friend, Katie. Uh, very, very proud of her and her husband, Mark. Again, if you want to check them out, the Everyday Kitchen. They're opening their first brick-and-mortar store in Regina. So excited for them. I can't wait to go to Regina uh, here in the next week or so and visit them and just get to check out their, their business. I'm so proud of them. But, you know, she said the same thing. She's like, you know, I, I typically write down everything that is on my mind, everything I feel that I need to do, then I prioritize. Now, this is the cool part, though, okay? Because a lot of people said write down a to-do list. And to you all, I say thank you. Seriously. It was a great recommendation. I did it, and it, it started to slowly help me get through tasks. And the day, the day went fine. My first day back at work went fine. But here's where I think Katie gets really interesting here. She then said in the next message, but then I take the list, uh, and I take a look at the list the next day, or I ask Mark, her spouse, if everything is actually as pressing and urgent as it feels. Usually if I write it down, it helps. It clears my head. The next day I can reevaluate. But I really like that part where she said, I I don't just write down the to-do list, look at it and say, okay, one task at a time. She goes to her partner and says, is this, you know, this is in my mind, this is a really big deal. Is this, is this actually a really big deal? I trust you. Is this something I should actually put to the forefront, make a, make a priority? I thought that was really, really cool. Um, one of my, one of my friends said Mario party, that is not helpful all the time. Okay. If you like gaming when you, that does not prepare you for coming back. So thanks for that. Um, again, another friend to do list for each day, win a daily battle every day. It pumps you up for the next day. Thank you very much. Ajit. I'm going to give you a shout out Ajit. I love you, man. I hope your lawn mowing goes smoothly this week. You are welcome for the motivation. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was kind of crazy. I really rep- appreciate that. Was just a few of the responses. Make to do lists. Mario Party not relevant. Uh, just tackle one thing a day. It was good. It was really good, and I felt encouraged. Okay, what am I trying to get at? Is it's been a week now, and I'm still trying to figure out what part of coming out of a holiday or a vacation, depending on where you are. I don't know if it's the state. Someone calls it a holiday. And we call it vacation. I don't know who that is. I just, I always remember some people getting confused. Are you calling it a vacation or a holiday? I call it a vacation. Um, but some people would say we're going on holidays, even though a holiday in my mind is like Christmas or Easter. Okay. That's just a side tangent has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, it, with, with everything and, and, you know, going on vacation or holiday, the reason why I'm, I'm trying to dissect what part of these things, because it feels like things are still wrapped around my mind trying to come undone. Now I'm back in the hustle and bustle. I'm at my computer every day. I'm doing my job. It's awesome. Getting back into the swing of things. But yet there's still this lingering reflection. There's this lingering philosophical rustle that still says, wait, let's take a moment. Let's step back. Let's take a step back from reality, man. Apparently my philosophical side's a hippie. And I, I just say, could I be doing more? Or could I be happier? Or could there be things that now that I've taken a step to get away from the chaos? Because if you think about it, you guys, right? Whatever you're doing right now, whether you are mowing your lawn like my good buddy Ajit or whether you're at work or preparing your business like Katie or you're you're just in your day-to-day or it's nighttime, you know, this is life. It is constant noise. I think I've said that before. Life is constant noise, always. My kids, they sleep with a white noise machine. It's the best thing ever for us. No, we are not ruining them for when they're adults. Um, It it just helps us right now because if we make some noise outside of their room, the white noise machine drowns it out. 
Okay, that's the analogy. The white noise machine, you turn it on, it makes like a steady hum or a buzz. It goes, and that's what they use to sleep. No, it is not like an airplane engine. and No, it's not unhealthy for their ears. Okay, we are responsible parents. But what it does, it drowns out anything that could distract them or wake them up. Okay, that's the analogy that I would use for life because vacations pull you out of that. Vacations turn off the white noise machine. If you do a vacation right. Now, if you're going to Vegas, like my good bud goes to often, I would say Vegas is an even louder white noise machine. Yeah, that's a good time. That's like a quote-unquote vacation, but come on. If you're doing Vegas the way that a lot of people want you to do Vegas, you're not. there's no time for reflection. I'm talking about I got away to the boonies in Montana and could hear myself think, could hear myself breathe. I live in a city of 1.5 million people, and then you go to a community of, I don't know, a 1,000 where there's this beautiful lake, okay? And that white noise machine, when it turns off, I, I cannot help but feel the weight of myself thinking, don't waste this opportunity to self-assess. Don't waste this opportunity to take the moment and be like, wow, you've been going full throttle. You've been going full tilt for so long. Now you have a few days to just really look at your life. And is this what you want to be doing? Is this, is there anything you would change? Now, don't be critical. Don't be down on yourself. I'm not condemning my job. I have a great job. I'm not condemning people that are always dissatisfied, although that can burn you out. I, I tend to you know, swing the pendulum that way where I'm always like, how can I be better all the time? And often my, my good friends who I trust are like, Russ, like, calm the heck down, dude. Like, you're, you're doing great. You're doing fine. You're doing a lot better than some people, and you're still not satisfied. Like, don't, don't kill yourself. Um, but I can't help but think, just back to my previous remark, was what parts of the lingering philosophy, I guess I'm going to go with, what, what parts of the lingering philosophical thoughts are actually necessary to act on? It's a weird question. Now, I might be missing a lot of targets with you guys this podcast because you guys maybe not, haven't had a vacation or a holiday in a long time. And that's perfectly valid. Uh, you know, I don't know. There, there's that episode I did a while back. It was Quiet I'm Trying to Enjoy. I don't remember what episode number it is, but that is the title, Quiet, I'm Trying to Enjoy. It talks about the silence, right? That is not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the after effects, the residual effects, the hangover of a vacation. And is this where I want to be going? Is this where I'm wanting to be heading? I want you guys to make sure that if you go on a vacation or a holiday, that you are being purposeful, even for a little bit, to take a look at your life. Because the problem is, problem I've noticed... I would dare call it weekend culture. Okay, now, and again, hear my heart. I am not preaching on a soapbox saying I am greater than thou. I am merely saying I've done this too. I do this too. Being a dad and, and, and a husband, I, I try to work and fight and scrape and crawl my way, blood, sweat, and tears through the work week, doing my best to the weekend. I want to get to the weekend. Why is that? Because it's freedom. Because it's it's just like a mental thing goes off. Now, again, if you work shift work, let's change up that context a little bit. You're working towards the end of your shift for two, four days off or a week. Okay, so just change it. But my, that's my weekend. I'm a, I'm a Monday to Friday, nine to fiver. Okay? And I, I fight for those weekends. Why? Because that that's what we, we love. We love the freedom. Your mind, it's like a check mark goes off where it's like, oh, it's Friday. Someone, people are mostly in a better mood on Fridays. Why is that? Because they know tomorrow they can turn off the switch for a bit. 
they can turn off the white noise machine even for a little bit and enjoy that that sweet silence or they can do stuff or they can they can pour something out into their their passions or they can just kick up their feet and relax there's that's totally healthy but weekend culture is also very dangerous because then you try to go full throttle with I, what I call distraction. Not critical thinking, not forward thought, not building thoughts, but it's a distraction. That's not what I'm talking about again with the vacation hangover. I just want to point that out really quickly that some people are like, yeah, Russ, I totally do that all the time. I turn off the white noise machine on the weekends for sure. I make sure that I give myself a little R&R, give myself some me time. Me time is healthy. Me time is healthy. But if all you spend is trying to rest and distract yourself from the white noise, I don't personally think it's healthy. Why? Because I think that there should be a small fraction dedicated to reassessing all the time. Not like crazy, but take a look. Take a look at your finances. Take a look at your family. Take a look at your job. Take a look at you. Especially take a look at you. Even if it's on a Saturday and you don't get a vacation for months and months, you're like, Russ, I, I already booked all my vacation time. It's literally going to be the end of December. Well, I, I, oh. I just did a huge yawn in my podcast. Maybe I'll leave it in. Probably am because that's how I'm feeling. But, you know, you might be saying, Russ, I, I've booked the majority of my time in December. For my time off, like that's going to be my vacation. So right now I got to slug it out for a few more months. So then here's the dealio. Okay, because if you're like me, I think that I'm off balance. I think that that's why I'm having this podcast and recording it for you guys. And I want you guys to hear my thoughts. I'm trying to stay linear here, but I am quite tired. I am feeling it. I think that we often replace vacations with resting with distraction. Or, or self-indulgence instead. I think that there's definitely a time for, for parties, games, hangouts, um, events, no problem. Always. But a part of me wants to hang on to the vacation hangover of what can be. Now that I've been given permission to stop, which is my personality, I need permission to stop. What, what can I take away from that? What do I like about my life? Well, I like my work ethic. I like how my company's recognizing me. I like how people are, you know, they're taking part in the podcast. They're participating. It's a lot of fun. I, I love my relationships. I've made some really good friendships. You know what I mean? Those are just examples. Okay, well, what parts do you not like? Well, I definitely am not sleeping very well. I definitely know that that's affecting me. That's something that I've, I've long wanted to adjust. And uh, I definitely think that I'm too much of a yes man. Or I'm definitely too domineering as a person. Or I'm definitely not being teachable with my boss right now. I'm just really sick and tired of them. And it's just making my life a hell. Because instead of us both getting along, me and my manager, we butt heads. Like, like seriously, take a look at the good things. But then take a look at the things you would want to change or fix or improve. Why is that? Because vacations are not the answer. I think that's the overall answer I'm coming to as this, this thought process is kind of, you know, kind of molding and morphing in my brain today. I want you to bear with me, but I don't think the vacation is the savior. I think the vacation is the mirror. I'm going to say it again. I don't think the vacation or the break or the weekend or that event you've been planning that you've been looking forward to for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's not the savior. It's the mirror. It's the opportunity to, yes, get a bit of recharging, get a bit of relaxation and rest, but then also saying, 
okay, do we want to keep doing it like this? Because as soon as I head out that door on Monday, or as soon as I head out that door for my next shift, it's go, 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 go. I don't have time to think about this until I'm done. For real. Think about it as like a check stop a weekend or the end of your shift. It's not meant to be like, oh, thank God I can kick out my feet and just forget to think for a bit. I, I, I think you'd be okay with this. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a quick analogy. While in Montana, I want to give a shout out. Uh, another one of my favorite listeners and also one of the most loyal, uh, TJ, brace yourself. I'm going to tell you a bit about your dad. Uh, to my cousin TJ, love you, dude. I hope you enjoy these podcasts still. Um, we, we hung out with our extended family, like I mentioned, in a little place called Echo Lake, Montana. And I just had a really good conversation with my uncle. His name is Uncle Tuan. I call him Uncle T. He's ditch. Super good guy. And he shared something really, really humbling, really touching. And forgive me, Uncle Tuan, I could have swore you said, we, we were sitting down in the living room of our, in this cabin in Echo Lake. And we were just talking about marriage. We were talking about life. And he just said, I've been married, Russ, to your Auntie Doreen for 26 years. I believe it's 26. I'm so sorry if I got the number totally wrong. Whatever. 26 years, 25 years. And he said, and you know what we've realized? And he said these words, I believe. We have got to be active even more so in our marriage. We have got to be even more proactive and deliberate with not, this is, this is the phrasing, you ready for it? This is what he said. We have to be so much more deliberate with not leveling off. I thought that was really interesting words. I said, Uncle Tuan, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, the danger of becoming, like they've been married for a long time. He said, I love, I love Auntie Doreen. And our marriage is strong. But the danger becomes when the kids move out, when you, your kids are successful, they're, they're doing good, you guys are in a good space, you and your spouse, is that you can take it for granted that you are still to invest and love on each other. And you kind of just get used to living with each other. You kind of get used to coasting. But he said he kept using the phrase, though, leveling off. And he said, Russ, I had, to, I had to realize, I had to wake up and say, I don't want to just do this for the rest of my life, the rest of my marriage. I want our marriage to get better. I want our marriage to kick the previous 26 years' butt because we are so much better than we were 10, 15, 20 years ago. I don't want to level off. So what I do is they text. He said, we text all the time. Now, on purpose, we'll send you know little gifs. I just started calling it a GIF, okay? I was a GIF guy forever, but apparently I guess the, the, the formal way you say it is, is GIF. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but that is what I've been told, okay? He says, we, we send each other little GIFs. We send each other text messages. We just check in. We try to keep, you know, keep the romance alive. We try to keep our communication and our friendship together because we can't afford to level off because there's no such thing, he said, as a flat plane, you are either moving forward or you are moving backward. But leveling off just means inevitably you're going to sink backwards. I thought that was super cool. And I do want to give you a shout out, Uncle Tuan. Thank you so much um, for saying that. Because as your nephew, I'm going to try not to get emotional here. As your nephew, me, Russ, at Russ Rants, that is something I am scared to death of in this life. Yes, I'm sorry that this is a little bit of a, a heavier podcast, but I, I can't shake it, guys. This is, the, this is one week in to my vacation hangover. And I'm okay with it. I've, I've gotten used to these hangovers over the years where some of them have just been downright low. I've gotten low. 
not depressed, but I'm just like, whoa, what is life even worth living for? Can I do this? How do I do this? Like you feel overwhelmed. This one's just more like, uh, yeah, I, I know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling the, the aftershocks of the vacation hangover. And some parts of me are, are saying, can I be doing this better? And what am I doing worse? And what am I doing perfectly fine in? I don't want to level off. And that scares me. Which brings me back to my point. I don't think the vacation, I don't think the weekend should be your savior. It should be a moment where we're able to take a breath to bandage ourselves up for sure. Because let's be honest, life is a grind. It's not even life is a grind. Sometimes life is a grind. Life is the grind. You can call the word rat race. You can call it marathon, whatever. It is life. Life can be so intimidating. It's just so, I don't know, ominous sometimes where you're like, man, that is life. Yeah. Guess what? Just while we're on the topic, found out that my son, my, my three-year-old Ephraim, God bless him. He's such a sweet kid. I love him. He had a pain in the back of his mouth. What does this have to do? This has to do with life being a grind. He has, he's had a pain in the back of his mouth. We thought he had really bad canker sores like me. I get canker sores sometimes, lack of sleep, anxiety, whatever. And we thought that he just had bad canker sores. It turns out he has one of his back baby teeth molars. It's so bad, it's, it's rotted. But they thankfully, we just took him into a pediatric dentist specialist. That's a mouthful. And uh, they assessed it and they said, no, we can save the tooth. Now, why do you want to save a baby tooth? They, they don't want to pull it because there's spacing, right? His mouth is still forming. Baby teeth are setting up the, the, the places for the new adult teeth. So this is very important, actually. I used to think, well, I don't care. We could all have cavities when you rip them out. The new ones come in. Yes, but you have to prepare properly for the adult teeth, okay? Mini rant there. But he has such bad, a bad molar with such a bad cavity. It hurts like crazy. They are going to cap it. But they also have to repair some of his other teeth to prevent further damage and rotting from happening. It's crazy stuff, guys. I thought this was just like a minor toothache that he needs to be put under for a bit. They need to put him to sleep to get this done. Now, why do I say this? Because I just came back from vacation a week ago. You know, getting back into the swing of things. All these things are hitting me. Got a lot of responsibilities. And all of a sudden I get told, oh, it's going to cost you around $3,000. Now, take a moment. I have health benefits. It's not going to be that total price, but that's that's pretty daunting. I would say any bit of money above $1,000 can be daunting to anyone. And that's what I just got told. It's going to be around $3,000 of, of this. It's not surgery, thankfully, but it's a procedure. Life is the grind. I couldn't have written that that would happen. I couldn't have prepared myself that that was going to happen. The next thing I know, you know the pipes could burst in my house. Things happen. That's what I'm trying to say. But don't scramble. Don't mad scramble. Don't sprint for that weekend. Grab a hold with a leaping lunge. Hold on. And then OD on distraction or, or enjoyment only. I'm okay with you resting. I'm okay with you distracting yourself for a little bit. Distraction is okay. Especially if you're like me and you have an active mind. You need distraction. It's actually very healthy. You're telling your brain not to focus on the heavy things, the things that it could spend weeks and weeks and months and months deliberating on. Instead, you're like, oh, focus on this video game or this book. It's healthy. But don't let the weekend be your excuse for living. Let the weekend help you clarify what is worth living for. It's a scary thing out there. You might be going to college for the first time. You might be now recently graduated looking for a job. You might be a newlywed. 
You might be expecting your first kid. You might not have many friends. You might have too many friends you do not know very well. Life is different. For all of us, it looks so different. But I think the thing that unfortunately our culture sometimes changes and abuses is that we live for pleasure. Live for the distraction. Crack open a beer. Kick your feet up. Again, nothing wrong with that. In moderation. Why, Russ? Why are you being such a downer right now? Why, dude, I like your podcast, Russ, but man, lately you've been really heavy. We had foster parenting with Carmen Ross a few weeks ago, and then you had Pat Thompson on just an incredible journey that they went on with their son and courageous relationships. Like, you're really hitting some hard stuff. And then today I was hoping that it was just going to be a personal Russ rant, and I was hoping it would be lighthearted, you might say. I'm hoping for that, too. It will happen. It still does happen. There have been some episodes that have just been downright awesome and enjoyable and pleasurable. This, this isn't even a bad episode. But it's one that I've had to think about. Why does it bug me? Because I feel like I have to do something with my vacation at the end of it. Don't just waste it because you can get rest and relaxation. But at the end of it, you are still going to go back to the same grind. You are going to still be thrown back into that washing machine of life. The cycle's on high, and you're going to blend in with other people, and you've got to fight for survival. I'm not even being overly dramatic. Life is that. Right? Can I get a holla from someone? Give me a holla. Don't believe the lie that life is only worth living to give yourself a break. Believe the truth that your life is always worth living because you are valuable, you are special, and you were made for something great. You were made for something impactful, whether it be with just a few people in your life or thousands. You were made for something more. But do not waste time spending time trying to distract. Spend time trying to rest, but then also give yourself, I'm talking even a small fraction, you guys. 2 to 5% of your weekend, 2 to 5% of your day off. Just spend it. Just, just, just try this. Just try it. Okay? Because uh, I am not Mr. Goody Two Shoes. Okay? I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with insecurity. I have a phrase for what I also struggle with insecurity. I call it fear of man. I do. I'm a people pleaser. I tend to try to absorb more uh, imperfections and people doing me wrong because I can handle it. But that wears on me. I am not perfect. I am not standing on my soapbox today trying to speak to you about how much better I am than you. I am not sure how I feel. But I know that I need to take a moment to reflect. What is going well? What is not? For, For example, I'll take the first step. I don't like how much pressure I put on myself with every single little thing I dedicate myself towards. Right now, I'm actually struggling. There's a project that I was hoping to launch here in the fall. Um, I don't want to announce it yet, but it's something I've been deliberating about. And I'm weighing out if it's worth launching or not at all now because I don't feel like I can dedicate it to it 110%. And as I've already explained, I don't ever want to do something half-heartedly. But I'm weighing out if it's a failure if I abandon ship on that to dedicate myself to something else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to reflect. I'm trying to journal out, okay, what do I want to do? What am I not doing? What do I not like? Well, I don't like how much pressure I'm putting on myself. I feel very discouraged. I sometimes don't even want to pick up the the microphone for a podcast, for example, sometimes because I'm like, am I doing this because I want to or am I doing this because I enjoy it? 
That's, that's what I don't like. And you know where that came from? That came from being on vacation, taking a breath and thinking, man, I've been doing good. Like the first few days of vacation, I'm like, whew, wait, you know, we're living a good life. We're doing okay. And we are doing okay. But then you kind of sit back and you're like, oh, but I don't like that about my life. And, oh, you know, that's definitely something I need to improve on. Or, you know, I need to talk to that person about that because, yeah, that's driving me crazy. And by avoiding them, I'm not doing myself or them any favors. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, I'm not acing this. So instead of trying to be like, well, let's not think about it. Let's enjoy. Oh, now, now I feel good. All right, the Monday's coming. Oh, you know, Monday. No. Stop that cycle. Yeah, I'm not talking about an hour. Maybe start with five freaking minutes on your weekend or your, your day off. Just try five minutes and just write down, what do I want to spend more time on? What do I want to spend less time on? And then tell a friend, just tell a friend or two and say, look, hey, look, I trust you. You're my good buddy. You're my soul sister, whatever. This is what I think is something that I need to work on. Do you agree or disagree? Well, I think you're awesome. Or, nah, I don't think you're, I think you're, I think you're right. You suck at that. Now, if you have friends that you know do not hold you to a higher standard because they themselves do not care or they're floating through life or they're living for the weekend, maybe don't ask those friends. Maybe ask anyone that you think would have an interest in seeing you grow. Seriously. And if you don't have any of those friends, go out there and try to get them. Heck, frick, email me. RussRantsReal at gmail.com and say, Dear Russ, I don't have anyone in my life right now to, to assess. This is what I feel. I feel like I invest too much time in this, not enough time in this. Is that a crazy thought? I will tell you. I will respond. I will. I will respond to you. You have my word. But tell a friend or two why. Because you, there's one thing to just reflect but there's another thing to reflect and then act on what you want to be the positive change you want to see in yourself. And no, I am not that stereotypical motivational speaker. Well, maybe I am, but I don't think I am. I'm not always telling you to shoot for the stars with a smile on my face. Oftentimes it's like, I am overtired as well here, fam. I'm exhausted. I freaking yawn. I'm about to yawn right now. Look at this. <sighs> I'm leaving that in. Why am I leaving that in? Because I'm on six hours of sleep. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night to help my sons who either have to go potty or want a glass of water or had a nightmare. I'm living it too with you guys. I'm, I'm in the grind. But that's why I'm dealing with the vacation hangover. So this has been my rant. Okay, I would like to know your thoughts. As always, why do I say that? Because this is truly a conversation. Even when I do shows by myself, it's not even about just the guests either. The, the, the guests that I bring on this show are supposed to get you talking. They're supposed to get you thinking and then talking with other people. Why is that? Because we are a family. We are a community. You think about it, it, it's so powerful and yet it is hard. I get it. I get it. It's not perfect. I'm not in person. We're not chatting at a coffee shop, although I love coffee. I love coffee dates, by the way. If you ever want to message me and be like, I'll take you out for coffee, boom, I'll, make it, I'll try to make it work for you guys, okay? But we are a community. This is not worth it as a podcast for me to just be able to speak a one-way voice and not hear any feedback. I am honestly just telling you my opinion. If you completely disagree, tell me. It's just like that episode a few weeks back where I said I want to win. I want to crush it on Instagram. I said I, I, I just I want to win every day. And someone, a, a friend I trust, messaged me on Facebook and just said, Russ, look, I actually respectfully disagree with you. 
Sometimes you need to program yourself that you're not going to win all the time. Or that winning at the level you have in your mind is not always healthy because if you don't hit it realistically, you're going to actually spiral down into depression or discouragement or you're going to lose perspective. Like, that was awesome. I love that. I was just trying to be, trying to voice out my opinion and trying to voice out some motivation I was trying to give to myself, give to some people. And she just came back and said, you know, I, I respectfully disagree. What did she do? She contributed value to me. That's all I care about. As long as you're not negative or trying to cut me down, you can come at me and say, Russ, I think you're, I think you're dead wrong. Awesome. Let me know. RussRanceReal at gmail.com, RussRance on Instagram, and RussRance number one on Twitter. That is my random rant for the week. I, seriously, when I say this, I don't know who you are. Um, maybe someday I'll get to meet you, shake your hand, give you a hug, whatever. I'm a hugger, but if you're not comfortable with that, just let me know as I approach you because my love language is touch. So if you don't want, just, just, just tell me. I'm not a hugger, and then just shake my hand. Um, but I love you all, whoever you are. I am rooting for you. Whether you've just started listening to the Russ Rants podcast or you've been with me since episode one, I love you. And I want what's best for you, but I am not your parent. I am not your dad. <laughs> not at all. I'm, I'm hopefully just a friend. Just telling you what I believe, and I would love it if you disagreed with me. I would love it if you agreed with me. But I'm more, lo- more than anything, I would love it if you just took something away from this and said, I, I can use this for my life. That's ultimately what gives me motivation, what gives me peace, what gives me satisfaction. So I wish you guys all a great week. I seriously am rooting for you. Let's kick this together. Let's try to get some sleep. Man, I'm just dog tired. But let's get some sleep. But let's, let's have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Restaurants Podcast. It has been a blast and an absolute always pleasure. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Restaurants. It has been a pleasure. You can find us on any major podcast platform. Please feel free to subscribe to support. And you can find me on Twitter at Rants number one, Instagram, which is Rants, and email, which is russrantsreal at gmail.com. I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Take care.